Mammoth Gamescast for the week of December 24th. I am one of your hosts, Night Swarm. With me, as always, Filtercord. Hi, how's it going? It's going, man. It's going. Uh, I just realized on doing this intro that this would technically this will technically be well, will it be the last episode of the year uh, that, that people will hear on podcasts? No, on uh, we're going to record on the thirtieth, so the that podcast will come out on the thirty first, which is a Monday. Yeah, second nice. to last. Like, this is episode eighty, though. Yeah, this is eighty. We like we are just pulling like right into the station real fast at the mm-hmm. end of the year. Like it's mm-hmm. like it, it it's usually not like that perfect. I remember the last few years. It's been like oh yeah, well, like we only have random one. days or recording two at once and putting them out as like recording a big one and putting it out as a two parter or something like that we did in the past. Right, right. Yeah. Cool. So uh what's been going on, man? What have you been playing? I was uh I got a little cocky. Uh-huh. And I thought I was going to be able to just crank out Red Dead 2. Oh, boy. But it turns out it's a big fucking game. It, it's, it is a big <laughs> fucking game. That is. I mean, uh, yeah, so I'm in, um, I guess, let me look at my uh, Red Dead companion here to see exactly where I'm at. But uh, Isn't that thing great? Yeah. I think it's fucking fantastic. It was, oh, it's almost my favorite thing that happened throughout the year. Mm-hmm. Just because it was, I found it so useful. I used it every single time. That's interesting because I almost never use it. Man, I always use it. I love I, having yeah. that, like, just looking over at my little like iPad or whatever, and then it's like I don't know. Yeah, I really only use it to uh, look at my progress because you can't sort of do that in the game, which is really bad. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I also use it to like go and shop on the catalog or whatever. But yeah, yeah, I'm in. Uh, I'm I'm nearing the end of the game. Um, I've moved a couple more times, I guess. Mm. Um, cool, cool. Yeah, I'm at my total progress is at sixty one point eight percent. But in the story, let's see, I completed chapter one, two, three. I did everything in chapter four. Um, see, I'm in I'm in chapter six, but chapter five and chapter six kind of overlap. So I have six of my nine missions done from five. And seven of my nineteen missions done from six, and then there's epilogue part one and two. Yeah, they really laid out the like pacing of the game a little weird, where it's like you have to complete. We were talking about it before. You yeah. have to complete two to get to three, three to get to four, and then it was like, what five and six. Yeah, five yeah. and six are like kind of overlaid on each other because it's sort of like um, you make it part way through. To I mean, it's basically just based on where your house location is, I guess. Oh, okay. So you end chapter five by moving into, I guess, I assume it's going to be the final base. And that starts chapter six, but chapter five, like all of its missions have not been completed. So there's still more to do back there. Um, But yeah, I've been doing a lot of that. And I really like, uh, there's sort of like a MacGuffin is introduced that um, kind of puts Arthur's life in perspective that makes him like a lot more kind to people, which is really good. Um, I've liked that kind of seeing his character change like that is really good. And then at the same time, you're seeing Dutch kind of get more and more extreme and Arthur's going the opposite direction, which is really interesting. Um, Continuing to have the same kind of really small, not really a big deal bugs. Um, Okay. Yeah. You know, like there's some things that seem like pathing errors that the horse will do every once in a while. There's like some pop in, but really other than that, the games run really well. 
Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I didn't have any problems other than my horse. You know, just the, mm-hmm. the mechanics themselves. It had nothing right. to do with bugs or anything. It was just... Well, yeah. It doesn't it appear was, to be bugs, yeah. It was just not done as well as it could have been, I think. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm planning on having that wrapped up probably in the next couple of days. Um, cool. I really just want to beat Red Dead because I know that if I give another game space, then I'm probably never going to come back to it. Um, yeah. And I, I mean, my one coworker has been, I think he just beat it. So I really want to talk to him about it. And I have a spoiler cast I want to listen to about it. So yeah. Yeah. I think you mentioned There's a lot that of things. Week. Yeah. A lot of things coming together on that. But other than uh, Red Dead, which I've really been enjoying, um, I've been still playing a little bit of Smash Bros. Ultimate, which is kind of, um, I mean, this year did it a lot, but this game in particular really helped me realize that, like, I just can't play games like I used to. Like, just right. put down, like, a, a nine or ten hour day and just, like, oh, I'm just going to unlock every character in this, or, oh, I'm going to play against CPUs until I become a pro, like, Fox player or whatever. Like, I just don't have that in me anymore. Yeah, makes sense. Um, that, yeah. You know, different times, and I think that's why we see so many um, like games fall under that like nostalgia category. It's like you know, yeah. as you grow up, you can't do that anymore. It just it's not pretty much. It's not a like a thing of want. It's just it's just, I don't like, have the ability. Don't, yeah. yeah, you don't want like it's not even want. It's like I don't know. Well, it's yeah, very I, weird. Like a, I don't have time to do that, and then b. When I do have time to do it, I have to go do other shit. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you know, more pressing matters. I, right. like, personally, I did, uh, I did just unlock all of the, all of the characters. Nice. I found a pretty easy way to make that happen. Um, Interesting. And just kind of kept going back to that. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I lost to a lot of the characters on, like, my first go around because I was playing a character yeah. I didn't really know. Yeah. Um, you know, which happened quite a bit i did i haven't even yep. finished um i haven't even went back to the world of light stuff yet wow yeah i i think my last two was what was that that chick she has like green hair um i, I, um, I have to look back she has green oh, hair she's kind of palatina like yeah palatina yeah. um she was my last one and then my second one was uh greninja okay so yeah, yeah, I haven't uh, like I've been playing a lot of different characters. Um, I was really into the Inkling. I think last time we really talked about it, and then yeah. uh, um, Simon. But since then, I've kind of moved off of those two characters, and mm-hmm. I've been messing around with just others, you know, just to see what they you know have to offer and, and stuff. Yeah. Fox is good. Um, of course, Lucas is still really fun. Uh, I, I'm not really too big of a fan. I used to be a really big fan of um, uh, Link, and I'm not really too too into that anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Mies are actually really good. You can groom them to be whatever the hell you want. Yeah, kind of like a custom, like create your own type yeah. character. Yeah, uh, like mm-hmm. I find myself swapping like abilities every now and again, and yeah, it, it's it's good. That's pretty cool. So that's yeah. Fun. Um, yeah, I don't know. I've been, I've really been playing a lot of, uh, Fox, of course. 
um, Captain Falcon. I like those high speed, uh, sort of medium damage heroes. Okay. Yeah. I've been playing a decent amount of um, Ganon, Ganondorf as well. Yeah, Ganondorf's an interesting, like... He's such an interesting He's character. built on a speed character's kit, but he's slow and heavy, yeah. which is really cool. Um, yeah. Yeah, he's an interesting one for sure. Definitely. I still haven't unlocked, like... I haven't even gotten a lot of my mains. Uh, I've been playing through that World of Light mode, and some of those guys are just fucking killer. Yeah. It'll be like, oh, this is a two-star challenge, but you have to face, like, six enemies. I'm like, what? How am I supposed to do this? Oh, and on the live stream, um, aside from showing a few of the characters uh, mm. that I'm unlocking, uh, I did pop on a few of my Amiibos, including my Amiibos from um, the Wii U. Nice. So they uh, retained partial levels. Hmm. And, uh, like, I can, you know, still use them. So that was kind of cool. So they're not treated as, like, brand new, just sort of newish. Yeah, they, like, I had, I think I had Link at, like, 50 on the Wii mm-hmm. U. It dropped him down to, like, six, level 16. That's not bad. Yeah. So, I mean, I retained some of that. It wasn't, like, it could have been a lot better, of course. Mm-hmm. But, um, and I got some new stuff uh, for, like, linking them up. Like, Toad gave me, like, some... Like Eight. the toad, the toad, <laughs> the toad hat, okay. um, and I think that was the main one because that was meant for Mario Kart, so that one just kind of gave me an item. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the rest of them kind of gave me like outfits and stuff. So that's interesting. Which I do recommend going into the shop from the main page. I think you go over to like yeah, maybe it's a vault or something. I can't remember what it is. It's the one if you press um, right, it's the one like immediately to the right. Okay. Uh, I think it's like the color is pink, and oh, you can go yeah, down yeah. to shop and you can get different like me outfits and soundtracks and stuff there. Mm-hmm. Usually have more coin than you know what to really do with. So yeah, yeah. I was yeah. wondering what those are even for. I was like, I have all these fucking coins. And then of course, if you lose, <coughs> like right now, uh, I'm fighting Rob as an inkling. I th- no, I, I beat him, mm-hmm. um, but I did lose a little bit ago while we were watching to. Um, King Dedede, you can actually go into that other menu. And, like, force uh, them to respawn to fight yeah, you. Yeah, force them to refight you. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. So that's really good. Um, yeah. Good way to go about that. Cool. Yeah. Uh, aside from Smash, which I haven't been streaming a lot. I've been mostly just playing that, mm-hmm. uh, like, on my own time or whatever. Um, I've also been playing, of course, Divinity. Pacey and I sat down... Friday we played a little bit before we rage quit. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> That's how God all damn. those games end. <laughs> God damn, dude! Some of, it's so unforgiving sometimes. Yeah, uh, it it just it just kicks the shit out of you. There's like one spot where I don't even remember what happened. We walked into a cave. It split all four of our characters up to different yeah. corners of this cave. Deadly shit all along the way. Holy um, shit. So you have to, like, choose two to reunite, and then those two go get a third guy? Yeah, and that's basically what we did. Uh, We chose two. Um, I ported, because we have these little uh, pyramids Mm -hmm. that are linked together so I can teleport. Right. I teleported to um, Pasty's main, and um, I don't remember what happened. I think I was fighting something, and Mm. while... 
we were fighting while it was his turn, I would control my second character while it was, you know, the other way around, he would control his second character. Right. Um, and, uh, yeah, he ended up uh, sneaking his way back. Squeaking? <laughs> he, he, he crouched his way back to our team. Nice. Uh, my secondary character, it is impossible. It was impossible to do it. It, you could not survive. Like, if I walked forward to, too far, um, my character would die in one round. Damn. It wouldn't even be a fight. Like, I would... They just turn you set, off. <laughs> I would be set to go last, and yeah. there would be 12 characters that get to go before me. Damn. That's so, great. the only way that I could get out of there was to waypoint out of there. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, made that happen, waypointed... Um, and we ended up leaving that area until yesterday, where we came back. We were a couple levels higher. And everything right. seems to be two levels higher than us in Chapter 2. Still? Everything, yeah. Damn. And so we're trying to figure it out, and it's not really working out. Um, yeah. So uh, we we ended up getting back to that, that room that Losi, my secondary, was in where we died. And we got in there... Um, I think it's just we have to take a different approach to the way mm-hmm. we did it. I think we can beat it, but um, yeah, I mean it's a couple levels later, and we're still having trouble with it. Oh, and this shit. is these guys are the start area. This is the, the the beginning of the chapter two stuff. Yeah. So it's like Ruh-roh. really rough. What is coming up? Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, that's crazy. So I mean, it's still fun, uh, like to like play around with. This is our kind of like let's figure out where to go and how to do things right um, so that we can make it more streamlined when i'm playing yeah yeah so we can just we kind of have an idea um mm-hmm. and my solo game i kind of use that as well um to you know like push do the same uh, thing. push forward yeah um and my, my solo game's been a lot of fun like i've okay. been using an actual build um that people oh, like an intelligent build yeah yeah, yeah. It's not just like, oh, you know, it looks like I need some, like, scoundrel ranks. Right. Um, yeah, I made, like, a crystalline cleric who is, a, a, like, a, like, a standard cleric, but he's mainly, like, the tank. He taunts people to attack mm. him. And then cool. if he does actual damage, like, uh, physical damage, um, necromancy pulls that damage that he deals, like, half mm-hmm. of it back, and it heals him. Right. Um, and then he heals others, so it's really good. It's a really good class to have if you don't have a that's pretty cool undead in your group. Yeah, um, which has been a huge detriment to Pacey and I's main game because both of our main characters are undead and our side characters are, uh, you know, normal. <laughs> mm-hmm. Alive. So, yeah, <laughs> and everything causes curse and everything causes disease. So yep. if like. So it's like, oh, what do I have on me? Oh, I need to regular heal my character because they've cursed me. So regular heals, which would kill my undead character, now heal my character. That's interesting. Yeah, it's crazy. Huh. Yeah, they um, do some really cool stuff, but the game is like so like esoteric and like, they just obfuscate so much information that it, it makes it kind of difficult to get into, I would think. Yeah, it's it's really it's really punishing. It's not exactly. It's not it's not user friendly that mm. much. That's um, what that's what really gets me because I think Divinity 
is probably the strongest of this like new wave of isometric RPGs. Mm-hmm. I think they've done a really good job with like encouraging player creativity and shit, and like they just seem to miss out on some stuff that I think would be sort of obvious, and they just don't like allow your player to make whatever kind of character they want, and it should work. But instead, they're like, "Oh, if you don't have somebody that does poison damage, you're just gonna lose." And yeah, that's like, very that, true. There's that kind like, of goes against the whole idea. Yeah, in the very beginning, like right out of the gate, if you don't have a undead character that can walk through necrofire, you mm-hmm. can miss a few things, even on the tutorial, the boat. Right. Um, and then later, there's other areas of necrofire that you just you can't go through without someone like Fane. At least they mm-hmm. offer you the character, but right. you might not have like used him at all. Right, and you might not even think like. Hey, this giant fire pit. Oh, some skeleton can just walk through it. Like, and, it might not even come to mind. And there are other things that are just fucking crazy. Like, yeah. at one point, you need, um, like, some of these characters can just die. Mm-hmm. And uh, in our myself and Pasty's game, our we had one of such characters. Yeah, they died. <laughs> um, and it caused. They. It turns out. That they were a master of something. Um, and now where we could have used them, we could have just been like, oh, let's just go talk to them really quick. Mm-hmm. Um, they're laying dead back in Fort Joy. Cool. So, uh, yep, got to go a different direction with that. So user-friendly. Can't believe it. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, it, like, I get it. I definitely understand. But the things that I don't get that I just that just bother me. Mm-hmm. Is, um, like I said, we have two undead in our party, but we're fully covered. We, if we walk in a town and we have no helmet on, they'll instantly attack us because we're undead. Mm-hmm. But if we have a helmet on and we're covered, they're like, oh, that just looks like a normal motherfucker. And oh, it's just know. some dude with a hat on. Nice hat. Right, right, right. Um, enemies do not abide by that. They know whether you're de- undead or um, human. Oh, so they'll, like, utilize your, like, heal weaknesses, basically. Yes. Your anti-heals. So we'll go into battle, and right away they'll, they'll heal our undead. And it'll Shit. drop, like, all of our damage all the way down. And yeah. it's like, why do they know that? They yeah. shouldn't know that. That's weird. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. Um, but they do some other things that are really cool. Like, my favorite thing is uh, Rupture Tendon and Chicken Claw together mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. Uh, a... Um, like scoundrel or a rogue, someone who uses daggers. Um, right. You slice their tendons, and then if they walk, they take damage when they walk. Mm-hmm. And then if you turn them into a chicken, it forces them to walk and run. All away. they can do is walk, right? Yeah. So, I, like, I use those two together, and then, like, usually Pasty will beat them down, and then I'll come in after their armor's gone, and I'll do mm-hmm. that move, and they'll just run away and die, and we'll focus on cool. something else. Yeah. So, I really like the strategy of stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. So, you know, that one's been fun. Um, uh, aside from that, I've played a little bit uh, a little bit more um, Fallout. We, mm-hmm. we had all of the launch codes. Right. We had all of them. Um, between myself, Blonde Bombshell, and one of her friends, Toxic. Um, or, uh... Paradox, that's his name, not Toxic. Um, and, Toxic uh, Paradox? It was really weird. 
like we went into this area and they're like we need you to grab this um i don't know it was something in a uh, death claw um like waste pile a hole and yeah so we're looking through these waste piles and paradox is like i found it and i was like okay cool i watched an update on my Mm -hmm. um like missions or whatever um i looked in the same pile there was nothing there for me so we moved on and then we got to a door and it's like you don't have the appropriate key card oh jesus and i'm like where the fuck do i get the appropriate key card there was nothing in that pile yeah you have to re-instance it it forced me to uh go back and search other like piles Mm -hmm. because there were other death claws and yeah i had to damn had to go back and that's happened like two or three times that ain't good so that's really frustrating and then we got close to the end um and i i don't know what causes it but yeah we got really close to the end Mm -hmm. and uh blonde bombshell's like okay i gotta get around for work and she she left and a few minutes later a nuke went off (laughs) Uh-huh. And then when um, they all, when they all, and it's really like anticlimactic. Like, yeah, it's a very small area of the map. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's always in an area you can't get to or see, uh, you know, even, oh, great. even at level like 30, like it's still <laughs> super far away from me. Okay. Um, oh yeah. On the video it's showing right now, I find the bypass hollow and I click on it and it says, um, cannot pick up. It belongs to the, um, quest owner. Oh, and I'm like, bitch, I'm the quest owner. Yeah. Doesn't make any sense. Um, That's not good. Yeah, yeah. And then um, after after the, the nuke went off, when when they get back on, they're like, our codes are gone. We're like, oh, shit. What? Yeah, so apparently launching, I'm not sure if it's launching any nuke or it's time-based, um, but all of our codes got wiped. Shit. And you need eight of those codes to make that happen. Yeah. And Man, it's... This- I don't know. It feels random, too. I don't know if there's a place you go to get the codes. I've only found them wandering around randomly. Yeah. So I'm not sure. This game just seems like it has so many problems still. Like, not like... I mean, I'm sure it has its own bugs or whatever. That's not a big deal. But, like, just conceptual problems that they didn't even think of. Right. Being a huge issue. Right. And it's one of those things that I feel like it'll get fixed up with time. I mean, I feel like they did, like, right out of the gate, I mean, we hear a lot of, like, negatives about this game, but yeah. they did a really good job with um, bugs. They yeah. They did a fantastic yeah, yeah. job with they've bugs. They've done a I good, mean, they've, that's what I've heard. With, like, for a for a Bethesda game, it's mm-hmm. like, damn, like, there's nothing, there's nothing stopping me from, you know, doing what I want to do. It's not like I'm falling through the map and, you know, losing 30 right. hours of progress. Like, Which would happen. Which would happen. In or, you know, your 200-hour save file gets corrupted or... Right, right. Some whatever. just dumb shit. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, I mean, it's just other things. It's just, the, like, decisions that, mm-hmm. they, that they made with the game. And exactly. I feel like that's something that they could have... Uh, yeah, I feel like that's something that you know, it, it'll just be fixed with time. Right. So. So that's still... Yeah, I'm, I still have that going on. And then I finally got a chance to... Um, I've been playing Skater on iOS for quite a long time. Um, mm-hmm. 
<laughs> Grim over here, he's like still glad I missed Fallout. It sounds broke. It's yeah. it's not like I don't know. It's not broke. There's just things that just need fixed. Well, yeah, exactly. Like, it's I not think... it's not broke. It's like it was just a bad idea, and then they didn't abandon it when it was determined that it was bad. Yeah, right. I think your idea of like when stuff happens uh, or after they fix everything uh, and coming back mm-hmm. and they get those private servers. Yeah, you know, it, exactly. it'll be. It, it'll, I think it'll be a fun game. Like here, this is actually one of the biggest bugs I've probably ever seen. We fought a Deathclaw, we killed it, <clears throat> and uh, blonde, blonde Bombshell goes, that Deathclaw just went back into T-Pose. <laughs> and I turn around, it's standing in T-Pose, and then it mm. drops from T-Pose, and it's another Deathclaw. Oh, shit. And we're like, what the fuck? It was like, it was like respawning. And this one was a, uh, it wasn't just a regular Deathclaw. <laughs> It was a poisoned, alpha-diseased, mongrel deathclaw. Yeah. Fuck. Big Daddy's Big Dicky deathclaw. And I'm over here level, like... <laughs> uh, at the time, <laughs> I'm over here, like, level, like, 20. Uh, Blonde Bombshell's 30, and then Paradox, who had, didn't restart his characters at 60. Which is where, nice. I, would, where I would be. Um, you know, if I didn't, like, restart or anything. But... Yeah. Um, yeah, it just god damn it. Uh But yeah, still That's weird. I always do T pose right before I'm about to respawn too, so I get it. Yeah, makes sense. But yeah, uh the game Skater on iOS I've been playing for a long time. It's kinda like playing with tech decks. Um mm. used to play a game called True Skate. That game was pretty fun. It's actually like sponsored by uh Street League Skateboarding, which is Rob Deerdeck's skateboard league. Yeah. Um so back when I went to like uh, I went to Tampa Pro, I think it was like 2016 maybe, 2015. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a that uh, they had the Tampa Pro course in the um, True Axis game. The um, shit, I just said the name of the game and then I uh, I lost it. Um, yep, the one that's not Skater, True Skate, right? True Skate. Um, so that was really cool to be able to like see the course and be there live and you know do all that and then actually be able to like play on that course in the game. It was cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Skater kind of came out, and I think it was out around the same time, but uh, it was just a lot more smooth. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know that's a you know that was that was the thing. Uh, and then all of a sudden they were like, oh yeah, hey Skater XL is a thing and it's gonna come up. Uh, on Steam and mm-hmm. in early access, you guys are going to be able to play it. Uh, that came out, so uh, I dropped the early access price on that. I think it was like twenty bucks. Um, okay. And it's not bad. They give you, you know, a live like a like a real world spot. Um, it's not big. I, mm-hmm. I don't know if it's. Uh, I don't know if it's really like I know it's showing support, but. They have a lot of work to do. They have a, yeah. a lot, a lot of work to do. And their, their mechanic feels, um, unlike Session, it feels closer to Skate. Mm-hmm. So instead of pressing down, I mean, you you know, each stick controls a foot, but instead of pressing down and then up with the other foot to do an ollie like you would, mm-hmm. um, you just press down on the right stick and then let go and it does an ollie. Mm-hmm. So it feels a little... Maybe it's a little more user friendly, but it feels like the kitty version of, of session. 
Right. Um, and, you know, the, the tricks feel kind of watered down. The one thing that I do like is just something that they, they've done with um, the, like, bounding area of the assets. Um, mm-hmm. And this is really laggy. I don't know why. Um, but, yeah, the like some of the rails, they've actually bound them properly instead of just making it, like, a brick around it. Mm-hmm. So you can push your board through, like, the railing. Like, I have this, like, little video here. I jump over the rail, and the board goes through the middle between mm-hmm. the two rails. I do, like, a hippie flip. Whoop. So, you know, that that's cool. I like that they do that. Um, I, I'm not sure if that was on purpose, but <laughs> I took advantage of it, and it's really cool. Yeah, that's um, and this dude in my chat was like, that's rad. <laughs> he, like, took, a, like, a clip of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I mean, you have, you, you know, you have cool stuff that they do. It's not a bad game at all. Um, is it mm-hmm. worth 20 bucks? I'm not sure. Uh, yeah. So, you know, well, I like, I'll, I'll keep reporting on this one. Um, mm-hmm. and we'll see what happens. Uh, they, they did some cool stuff. Like, um, they have, if you just press down, like I said, you just press down on the right stick and then let go to Ollie. Mm-hmm. Um, if you press down on the right stick and then down on the left stick, you do a high ollie when you let go. Yeah. So that's kind of cool. I like the the varying heights. Um, you know, you can prepare like I need to do a bigger kickflip out of you know to go over this, or you know, oh, I just need to pop up this curb, and you have mm-hmm. your, you know your differences. Um. So, yeah, it's fun. I'm gonna keep messing around with it. Um. I'm still like definitely more on the team session i think yeah but it's definitely not bad to have a uh, competing um like a competing team working on something so mm-hmm. that's good but yeah i mean aside from a little bit of the pokemon stuff that's been going on pokemon go um yeah i've just been catching you know some of the things that have just been coming out like i don't even remember the name of it it's that uh that snowy tree Pokemon. Snowy tree. Yeah. Oh, like um, Snover, and Obama yeah. Snow. Yeah. That's the one. Yeah. I I think I have enough for Obama Snow. I haven't. Um, Obama Snow. Obama Snow. Damn. It's about time. The abominable snow tree. Yeah. Presented by Obama. Cool. Um, right. But yeah, you know, aside from playing around with that. Been really doing too much on mobile. I think I picked up a yeah. It was like a dinosaur. It's just called I Am Monster, and mm. you play like a a big dinosaur that's beating the shit out of the military mm-hmm. in this area. Yeah, it's I don't know. it's nothing fancy. It's free. Mm-hmm. It's fun. <clears throat> awesome. Well, I think that catches up. Um, they have announced the monthlies. Uh, for games with gold, we'll probably jump into that next week, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, just to like tease it, I guess the big one is Celeste, which just won what indie game of the year, so oh, that's yeah. pretty cool. It won but, a ton um, of stuff, yeah, yeah, several. Um, so we'll we'll bring that up when it just kind of matters more. Um, obviously, we don't have any big releases between the twenty fourth and the thirtieth. Um could be some like indie stuff that we're missing so i'm sure grim will tell us about some fucking 
weeb ass game coming out. <laughs> <laughs> he's sitting right here too. He's like <laughs> rat motherfuckers. Cool. Um, and we do have some stuff for like the Epic's Game Store and whatnot. Before that, mm-hmm. if you guys get the chance, head over to facebook.com backslash Mammoth Games and check out all the top news and video game stuff over there. Um, yeah, I mean, we'll be posting, I'll be posting up the PlayStation Plus lineup for January uh, here soon. Um, there's also been a healthy amount of free things that have popped up. Um, but it's for a very limited time, so it's not like something that we can like offer you now. Um, they like uh, Lego Lord of the Rings was free on the Humble Store, um, and there were a few other things that I saw and ended up picking up. Um, so yeah, follow us over there to get all that as well. Follow us on Twitter so you can see our terrible meme game and uh, keep up with when we go live. Mm-hmm. All right, so cool. Yeah, so uh, looking at some freebies, um, the first one that kind of popped into my head here, uh, Epic's Game Store is going to be trying to do a new free game every two weeks for a little while, Mm. just to help it launch. Uh, The first one was Subnautica. That's still going on, but uh, starting on the 28th and lasting until January 10th, uh, Super Meat Boy is going to be free. Um, So that's definitely something to check out. And then following that... um, Bethesda's really feeling the crunch, so they're going to give the Fallout Classic Collection bundle, which is Fallout, Fallout 2, and Fallout Tactics, to uh, Fallout 76 players. Um, Anyone who logged on on Fallout... uh, Hold on. Fallout 76 during 2018. I wonder... Yeah, so it must just be after the... um full launch of the game they're not including people who uh took in the part beta in i would beta. imagine probably not but it doesn't really say um originally the this entitlement program was in place for pc players who had pre-ordered fallout 76 they expanded it um basically probably just to you know try to get a, a little boost on fallout 76 which struggled um after the Basically, reviews came out for it. <laughs> so, that'll be kind of cool. I mean, I already have all of them for free. Uh, they've been given out for free several times in the past. Um, I know specifically, like, uh, I think I got them all off GOG. Um, yeah, I'm not sure. But uh, they, they haven't been hard to get in the past, so I'm, I don't really know if this is a huge get, but it's cool. Yeah, um, yeah, I'm not too sure. I'm not sure what the community is like on mm. those games. So, um, but yeah, it is kind of cool to get that. I feel like this is their like, oh shit, they're, we they're still it. trying to. Yeah, they're really still trying to appease people. Yeah, um, I don't. This know, isn't. After... This isn't it though. There's no way. Oh like, no, this ain't it, Chief. Yeah, the, it, like yeah, they've yeah, they really screwed the pooch <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah yeah so i don't know we'll see what else they plan on doing um i mean they do have what rage coming up next year who knows if they'll do something cool i, I think rage is still rage is looking good and i think rage has a really good chance to kind of win back some of that faith yeah it's um, really weird to think that bethesda has started to uh they like to think that their peak 
there like the peak as we know it right now has already been achieved mm-hmm. and it's downhill you know what i mean like yeah i mean like slope. fallout 3 to skyrim was like golden years yeah uh so and now i know a lot yeah. of people liked oblivion i didn't really like oblivion but i i loved oblivion um i don't know i really like that was like a really big introduction to um elders you know elder scroll lore mm. it wasn't just playing the game it was an introduction to a lot of the lore that i wouldn't have paid attention to in like morrowind mm-hmm. yeah yeah so um other than that uh i did want to really quick want to call out that the steam winter sales going on of course there's also like holiday sales on uh playstation's got a shit ton of stuff discounted um, yeah, xbox is doing some up. big discounts pretty much any store you could go to is doing discounts but the steam winter sale is over fifteen thousand games damn so yeah, that's, that's fairly large and that'll I, last until january 3rd i did not look through the um the steam sale beyond the first page or whatever mm-hmm. um but it there's, a, like there's there's a lot a lot yeah <laughs> Yeah, they call um, out some of the better ones here in this article. This is from PC Gamer. Uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, Assassin's Origins. Creed Origins, Hitman 2 uh, for 30% off. What Remains of Edith Finch is half off. Killing Floor 2, Donut County, Division, Little Nightmares, XCOM 2 uh, with the DLC. Monster Hunter World is at $39.59. Bomber Crew is a good game. That's 60% off. Uh, Portal 2 is a buck ninety nine. if you don't somehow already have that. Yeah, Dragon's yeah. Dogma Dark Arisen. Uh, Mega Aquarium's a good deal. That just came out this year. It's like an aquarium sim. I'm going to buy that pretty soon. Cool. So, yeah. a lot. Don't, don't really starve good. Rocket League. Yeah, there's yep. some good stuff there for the PlayStation. Um, they have some deals on Red Dead Special and Ultimate Edition. Um, they even have Just Cause, uh, like original standard edition, already down mm-hmm. to under 50. Um, That's huge. Spider-Man as well. Yep. You can get the digital deluxe edition for... Uh, 50 bucks that's pretty crazy yeah there was one in here that i was like damn that was really good uh but yeah battlefield god of war um fallout pretty much all of the big games for the year have some amount of discount uh, some amount of discount yeah like assassin's creed odyssey 35.99 that's really good yeah um yeah Mm -hmm. I i don't remember what it was I don't remember what the one I was like. Oh, damn, that's pretty good. I'm looking through and I'm not finding it. Nothing's, <laughs> nothing's blowing my mind. So maybe it wasn't as amazing as I thought it was. It might be gone already. Grim, there you go. Starlink. Damn. If you paid more for $5 on Starlink, you probably got ripped off. Uh, oh, so wow. uh, just rolling along here. Um, For Honor was doing a sort of a tease with like referencing Assassin's Creed and shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically what's happening is um, Ezio and uh, a couple other Assassin's Creed characters are going to be coming to For Honor in an Animus crossover event. We have a trailer here that doesn't really give anything away. That doesn't show anything? Yeah. I mean, it's uh, nothing crazy. So, Also, there's a fat fucking ad in front of it. Thanks a lot. Jesus Christ. Um, but yeah, I mean, it just kind of shows what one of the assassins is going to look like in the game. It's a limited time event. Um, that's pretty much it. Oh, they're doing that, like, that, like, showing him from, like, 
they like pan by and you see like his belt and then you see his and then like his sword assless chaps pans down and you see like the tip of a hog hanging out of the bottom of his shirt just (laughs) really art like really artistically you know Mm. I don't know it's still yeah it's still not a still not something that I'm interested in I don't think Mm. four on nope um, no, no, no. I am glad that uh, what was it Jason Vandenberger got out of there to go work on something else yeah I don't know what he's even working on now. no idea so um, yeah speaking a little bit more of the Epic Game Store um, this is kind of interesting so unless you already bought the full season on Steam the Walking Dead final season will only be purchasable on the Epic Game Store on PC that's um, a weird choice and that's like a big dick move that's a big get for Epic. Epic. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, people are going to buy this game, even if they didn't buy the original game. Uh-huh. Those those gamers, I still think, are going to buy this game. Yeah. Because they're like, it's kind of like, I don't want to say it's like history, but, I mean, it, it that, that it's a widely respected game. Mm-hmm. Or it was a widely enjoyed game. And then, you know, Terrible Decisions closed pick back up and it's gonna like this could be the first piece of the game that some people have played and then they'll go back and play the original yeah like that's crazy to me and to know that you know that epic i don't even know how they're i don't know how they're doing this i don't know how they're wheeling well it's that huge i mean that uh when you're looking at a game with a large amount of sales that you're expecting Mm -hmm. so like you know if you're if you're looking at that 30 70 deal as a kind of a small i don't know you expect to make a thousand sales at 10 bucks you're losing three thousand dollars right so that's noticeable but it's not like you know when you're when you're looking at maybe a couple million sales that difference of you know 15 18 19 percent whatever it is starts looking really big because that's like you know it's as if you sold an extra 10 or 15% of copies. You know what I mean? Yeah. Especially in stuff that has to make that fucking budget back. Like, this is the final season. It's It's been worked on by two companies, by two different teams. They had to go rehire all these people that had all this bad will from getting fired unceremoniously. There's still an ongoing lawsuit going on with that. They didn't so even it's like, hire... They didn't even hire, like... A sixteenth amount of the people back, I don't think. It, yeah, it was. Um, it was like forty people that they hired out of the like almost three hundred, something like that. Uh, out of yeah, almost three hundred. So, I mean, I know of the ones that I know of, of the employees that I know of, zero of them are at Skybound. So right, right. Let me look at that. But um, you know, it's kind of interesting. Um. Yeah, they say things. They keep saying things like, "Oh, we got as many as we could gather. We got as many as we could." But it, they don't. They never release the number. <laughs> so I don't know. Crazy. But uh, yeah, so that's interesting. Um, it's just another big dick move by Epic, which has already done several big dick moves on this. Um, yeah, no, I mean the thing that I think that is is been it's been really hard for me to wrap my mind around is like. Steam is a really big thing. It's almost like a new person, like a new company jumping into the console wars. Yeah. 
And that's yeah. not like I don't know if that's not mind blowing to a lot of other people, but they came out of nowhere and they're like, "We're creating this platform," and then mm-hmm. we had the game awards, and then people are signing on with them. Whereas every other time we've ever heard of that, it's been like, "Well, we have people signing on with us," and we're as journalists go, "Well, who's signing on with you?" And they're like, mm-hmm. "We can't disclose that information." It's like, is it because there's nobody? Yeah. Like, that's just the way you kind of think about it. Like, after we've done this for so long. I mean, we've seen things like like the Ouya. We've seen things like um, like the Atari when mm-hmm. they're talking about whatever the fuck happened to that shit show. Extremely um, cursed. It's now a year overdue with no news. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> god damn it. And you, I kind of just expect that now. Yeah. And But they're actually making moves. So it's like, damn. And, like, Epic really has the ability to do this, too, because they could lose a million dollars a day and they'd be fine from Fortnite money. Right, right. Because they're making $2 million a day on Fortnite money. Right. Goddamn. Can you imagine, like, kids are getting their gift cards, and there are some people, like, I don't know how many people, how many times, like, Ashley's been like, oh, yeah, I was talking to so-and-so, and and she said that all her kid put on his wish, wish list was Fortnite money. Mm-hmm. It's like God damn. Oh, yeah, V bucks. Yeah, dear Santa, send V bucks. We'll have more news on that later. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. So yeah, go ahead and take the next couple. Uh, uh yeah. Um, it looks like we finally got a look at uh the new Men in Black. I, I don't know. This one kind of hit me out of nowhere. Okay. Let me say that I, this is this could have been really bad because remember that originally it was the next Men in Black movie was going to be a crossover with Twenty One Jump Street. <laughs> that could have it could still be. Well, yeah, we, we don't know. know. We have no idea. Yeah. Look at all these fucking. You got what? You got Liam Neeson. You got Hemsworth. Like, mm. I, I know I recognize. Like, I don't know her name, but I recognize the Tessa Thompson. That's the one. Um, yeah, they're both from Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. Um, Liam Neeson's Which, in it. You can't go wrong with that, like you said. Yeah. I, I don't know. She's I, amazing. I think, I think this is going to be a really good... I think this is going to be good. And I'm mm-hmm. usually, like, a pessimist when it comes to shit like this. Yeah, and, I think it looks amazing. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think it's really good that they weren't like, let's put all this money into getting Will Smith. Mm-hmm. End of the show, yeah. Um, because I mean, he's—I I don't know—he's working on a lot of his own stuff. Like there are projects that aren't even really being talked about too much, like Bad Boys Three. Um, I mean, did you not like Bad Boys? <laughs> no. What? Oh, so dumb. It's so weird that they're—it's—it's it's weird that they're relocating it to England, right? Yeah. Well, I don't know if it's like really a relocation, but. I mean, it's just, like, a different office. Yeah. So, I, I don't know. I, I like that. Um, it kind of detaches from the, you know, what, like, the Will Smith. Um, yeah, they, they don't even want a possibility of, a, of him having, like, a cameo, it seems like. Like, they probably just couldn't get him to sign on to do it, so they were like, okay, we're going to completely go to a different country. Yeah. But, That's yeah, I mean, th- th- like, thinking about the... Like, the original, like, I hope we have those moments that, like, like that that don't mirror, but it captures that same feeling of, like, 
seeing Johnny Knoxville in there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, like, I want to be able to look back at this movie and be like, oh, yeah, you know, that person was in that movie, and that was really cool. It was really yeah. random. Yeah. It definitely seems like it's this this has a really good chance. And again, we'll come back to this in the future. A uh, couple couple more news stories. We'll be back with another trailer. But uh, oh yeah, yeah, this one's looking really good. Yeah. And Grim was saying that Celeste looked really good. And he's like, that's the PlayStation Plus lineup. And I was like, no, that one's the next month, Games with Gold. At the, yeah. And he said he was confusing Iconoclast and Celeste. Mm. Like, oh yeah, yeah. Um, so, uh, you know, moving back from cinema, well, kind of, I don't know, this is kind of like a little crossover, cinema and game. Um, the Sam Raimi spider suit was added to, uh, Spider-Man PS4 as a free holiday gift from Insomniac, which is really cool. I've already seen a ton of people taking photos, um, Mm -hmm. in the, like, kind of trying to recreate some of the classic, uh, uh, Spider-Man things that happened in the movie with mm-hmm. that suit and it's it's really good yeah. um yeah the suit looks fantastic so i, I really like little <clears throat> things like this and it's reasons like this next week we're going to be talking about our uh our top five game of the year and we'll kind of count down to what we agree on well maybe agree on uh mm-hmm. is game of the year um and uh it, this is it's moves like this that keep this game in the running for me okay. like it, it you know we they do a lot of cool little stuff it, for fans. It, it was short. They told their story. You mm-hmm. know, it, it was it was fun. Oh, I really appreciate time. that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and and when it was done, it was done. But then they were like, "Well, we have some DLCs. Why don't we talk about you know like Black Cat? Why don't we talk about Hammerhead? Why don't we talk about all these other cool characters that weren't necessarily f- like stars of the show, but they did have their small little piece. So let's let's keep that going." Um, and yeah, I think that's uh, that's a reason that I'm not sure if I can remove it from my list. But okay. I guess we'll have to wait till next week to see. Uh, For sure. See what yeah. see, see definitely going to be decide. thinking about it all week. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. So we also got a release date. We're not really going to do this for every episode because no. I don't like to do that for episodic shit. But Life is Strange two episode two is going to come out on January twenty fourth. Yeah, I think um, it was good to mention this one just because um, episode one was up for so many awards at the end of the year. Yeah, not only that, but uh, these like Life is Strange has a bigger gap between episodes than a lot of people are used to. I think. Uh, um, yeah, I don't and know. And like you said, noticed. like yeah, and episode one did get a bunch of awards, which is kind of um, sort of unusual, I think. Yeah, um, I don't know what. Like, I can't even remember what all awards it ended up trying to pull. I don't know if it won any. Actually, I don't. I don't think it won any. But being nominated, it was in like narrative, uh, yeah, audio maybe. There was. It was in a lot though. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Cool. So then Uh, we had uh, something that I'm really hoping is not bad. Yeah. But I'm not feeling great after the trailer. (laughs) Yeah. Uh. So we had the uh, the trailer for the new Hellboy movie drop. Which, let me start by saying, I think that David Harbour looks really good as Hellboy. I like the new, like, Hellboy's style. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I really like how he looks. Um, he's, like, further away from the comics than Ron Perlman's was, I think. But I, it really works for me. 
Yeah. Like the longer hair, the kind of having the top knot. Um, the arm is like totally ridiculous. It's not usable at all. Looks like. I I don't know. I I like I like it to be closer to the comic, not further away. And if they're gonna make it further away, I don't like having that like that first thing that was tied closer to the comic. You know what I mean? What do you mean? Like, so if this is a, like getting further away from like the comic, mm-hmm. and, and I'm just saying this for comics in general. If this is further away, and we already had Ron Perlman's, which had been closer, it's a different character. I think that's one of the bigger problems for me in general, is different characters. Yeah. Uh, like, it's the, a, the it's different a, it's people playing a, the character. Not only that, but it is a different Hellboy. Right. Like, this is a quippy, like, kind of talkative Hellboy. And it could be that they're upping it for the commercial. Yeah, it could um, be. You know, it's hard to tell, because, I mean, commercials will show scenes that don't even occur in the movie and shit sometimes. And um, I, yeah, I don't think I, I like. I, I don't think I'm the right person to comment on Hellboy too much because I've never been like a huge Hellboy guy. Mm-hmm. So, but I'm just saying for comics in general, when you have something that's closer, you start with something closer with this character that's closer to the comic, and then you swap characters, you move further away from the comic, it kind of yeah. falls off for me, and I'm just like, that's oh. certainly not a good sign because these are like you know multiple award winning comics. Is a right. relatively short run. It put a publisher on the map with Dark Horse. Right. Um, it's kind of weird. And like a lot of fans are complaining that they're like, they're doing a reboot here, which is clearly introducing a character and it's using one of the last storylines in the comic books. It's like, okay, but you're not going to have anywhere to go. Like, they're forcing it to be so that the Hellboy 2 movie is going to have to be a prequel because there's just nothing that occurred after. And that's another thing that just really bothers me about movies. <laughs> Yeah. Like, how can you make Hellboy 2 the prequel? Come well, that's a, that's a huge issue is that a lot of movies now, and, like, Marvel is extremely suffering from this, so, so I'm kind of interested to see what even happens with Marvel movies in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, where, like, you have to up the ante. So the way that you do that normally, like, if you look at a comic book, is, oh, we have to kill this uh, evil scientist. And then you find out, oh, he's part of this organization, so we have to stop the organization. And then later it's like, oh, the organization's working for the devil, so we have to kill the devil. Like, that's a normal progression. Yeah. And then in this, you're having literally the end of days, like the apocalypse that he's stopping or whatever. And so what do we do after? What's bigger than that? What's the next one? You know what I mean? Um, so, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I'm worried about it. I, I, like I said, I, all the stuff I had seen ahead of time, I was really up on. I was really good on it. And then having seen this trailer, I'm like, oh, boy. I mean, I don't mind the look of the character. I think they did a good job on that, for sure. Yeah. But... And I, one thing I can't tell, they're not really showing his... Okay, they did. I was going to say, did they give him the goat legs? Because in the comics, he has goat legs. I can't... Yeah, I, I can't tell. He has and boots. That, that's another problem. Uh, uh, Mia Yakovich. She is not for me. <laughs> I agree. She's one, good. Every time I movie. see her, I'm like... Every time I see her, I'm like, damn, she's great. And then she does something, and I'm like, oh, that's... The exact character she's been playing Just, for like, I will decades. Never ever forget the just had so many good Resident Evil characters and they chose her. Yeah. Uh, right in the dick, you know? And not only that, but then they made fifteen of them and everyone was worse than the last. Yeah. But <laughs> but I, I will to her credit say that um uh what is it? Fifth element? Fifth element's great. 
great movie. Yep. Yeah. It's don't so. read into it. It's bad. <laughs> Keep moving. Move it. Damn, I, I watched uh, Valerian, the new movie from that director. It was shockingly uh-huh. good, considering how bad it flopped. Huh. I, I don't know. There, there are, like, there, m- movies do that sometimes. Like, you go in, I guess it's probably expectation. A lot of it's uh, expectation. You're like... Well, I, I mean, who expected this to be good? Like, I expect this to be, like, an hour and a half of a dog scraping his ass across the floor. And then you're sounds like, oh, me. he only did it for 35 minutes. Sounds very good to me. But yeah, he, uh, so Valerian actually ended up being the largest independently made movie ever. Mm. Luke Besson almost entirely financed it by himself. And the total budget was approximately $209 million. So that's how good The Fifth Element did for him. (laughs) Grim says, Uh, don't don't forget that uh, she's also doing the Monster Hunter movie. uh, (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. I can't wait to see reviews. That ain't good. I can't wait to comment on it when I'm walking into a movie to see another movie. <laughs> that's funny. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's going to be good. All right. So on a more positive note, actually, this is sort of Hellboy related. He has the big stone mechanical arm. Kind of. Uh, yeah. They so, work together. Yeah. 343. Uh Basically, the Halo studio has teamed up with... Uh, you've possibly heard about this in the game industry before, Limbitless, mm-hmm. which is like a organization that makes uh, like prosthetic arms and shit. And they do a lot of stuff with like working on... like I think they had a deal with Deus Ex, where they made like the Deus Ex arm. It was the only profitable part about the new Deus Ex game. Um, so yeah, basically, they're trying to team up to make like Halo-designed... Um, like prosthetics, prosthetic limbs, yeah, like arms yeah, specifically. It, yeah, it looks great. Looks really the good. the um just the you know the three D model sh- or whatever shown off. The three D model looks looks good. Yeah. I mean, looks like you have choices on like what kind of limb that you want. Mm-hmm. Um, and they even have like a class. I mean, we see a uh, an Iron Man one as well. Yeah, so that's really that's really cool. Yeah, they do a lot, and they've they've licensed a lot of the stuff whenever possible, and they haven't licensed a couple things that people wouldn't let them do. But I mean, how do you say no to right. fucking uh, like <laughs> limb printer for kids? Like, yeah, it's it's like this is the cursed. yeah, it's like certain things shouldn't be uh, susceptible to copyright. You know, I mean, not only that, but it's like that's flattery. You, you know? should be able to go around it sometimes. Yeah, like. Yeah. Um, yeah. If I want to dress as the Hulk to go see a kid in the, well, first of all, that wouldn't work for me, anyways. But uh, you know, if you wanted to do that to go see a kid in the hospital or something, if Disney sent you a fucking cease and desist, they can eat a dick. Yeah. Um, yeah I kind of want to see you dressed as the Hulk, though. I don't know why. <laughs> they didn't hold on to my pre-order for the game. Just ripping shit up. Kicking. Trying it to. <laughs> like, it takes like three or four attempts to like tear like uh like a plastic flyer in half. That's he's funny. gonna he's gonna rip this phone book in half, and you just smash an iPhone on the <laughs> ground that has the yellow pages <laughs> open. That's really funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh That's man, good. That's very good. All right, and it uh, and the next little piece that I know you had thrown up here, mm-hmm. um, Witcher Part Four comic series from Dark Horse. Uh, yes. That one, it, it was released on the 19th. 
Yeah, um, so this will be. I, I'm not. This is part four of four. Sure about the, this is part one of four. Or part one of four. Yeah, this is the launch of the new. Cool. Four yeah. issue run. So there was some really good stuff. Like you can buy a trade paperback of all of them combined of the uh, mm-hmm. Paul Tobin Witcher books. I think he made three or four different comics. Um, those are very good. And this was with a new uh, writer and a new artist. Um, extremely Polish looking names so I'm not even going to attempt on that one yeah well uh, but uh yeah it looks pretty good it looks cool and the Witcher comics have been really good yeah and I mean the price is pretty much on par with what I would pay for a standard comic anyway four bucks I would um, get it when it's all con- collected yeah you can uh, also but these are yeah. it looks like you can also grab it from the Dark Horse app um yep. you can just have it on like your iPad or whatever I know a lot of people exactly. are switching to that I, I still like the feel of like standard comic books yeah, I don't know why. I agree, but cool. Yeah, you should go check that out. All right, now we're getting into the juicy shit. Oh boy, don't say juicy shit. You know, I'm a, now I'm <laughs> gonna go take a juicy shit. Luckily, I'm recording this from the bathroom, so if you hear some echoing, just know that I'm not okay. <laughs> um. Okay. So basically, uh, long story short, I guess, um, the EU has kind of been looking at how to uh, attack Nintendo's like eShop pre-order no cancellation policy. Okay. Um, originally, in the beginning of 2018, uh, in Norway, the Norway like Consumer Protection Board was trying to fight it, and uh, they decided to take it to Germany because Nintendo of Europe's headquarters is in Germany. So the German Consumer Protection Authority... Um, is going to try to sue for basically the ability to cancel pre-orders. I mean, I do... I, I don't know. I see both sides of the fence on this one. Well, I mean, like... The thing that gets me is that I can cancel a pre-order off Amazon at any time. Right. Including after it's shipped to me. Like, as it's on route to my house, I can cancel it. And they'll just take it back, no questions asked. I get all my money back. Okay. So, Nintendo, why can they? why can I not cancel... A digital pre-order of a digital item that I haven't received. Yeah, you know? yeah, I, 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 I see, I see where you're coming from, but they, it, it's like a whole extra thing that they would have to do that, you know, in the past they haven't had to do. Mm, well, yeah, that's true, but if that's the case, then just don't sell your games in Europe. No, like it's just uh, Article 16 of the European uh, Consumer Law Directive. Um, or sorry, that's what Nintendo is citing. The original citation was um, Article 12 or something. But uh, basically, um, it says that you have to... Like, the customer's allowed to not have it. Yeah. If they don't want it. You know what I mean? Like, basically, right, customer, right. This is why Steam had to allow... Uh, the, like, between this and Australia has really good consumer protection stuff for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why Steam had to start allowing refunds, and their refund policy is great. It's you get a certain amount of time to play it, um, yeah. a certain number of days, and if you fall under all of these categories, you get your money back, and you I can decide how you get it back. Isn't it under like four hours or something like that? And it, it, it so depends on the game, but yeah, there's there's a there's a weird little fudge room around that, but they just typically the robot will prove, okay, yeah, you played it less than four hours, you only bought it yesterday, you can have your money back. Or if it's kind of complicated, it'll go to a human to review. Um, yeah. And that's worked great. You know? It didn't, yeah. like, end... It, like, it didn't break yeah. Steam. 
I, so. no, I mean, I really, I really like that and appreciate that. But I see where Nintendo is coming from. They're really stuck in the past with almost everything that they do. Yep. Um, I played, uh, I played Smash with Pasty a little bit. Uh, by the way, he's like, we need to get filter in on this. <laughs> um, yeah. And uh, yeah, you know, we were just messing around. They're like, oh, talk to your friends by downloading the Nintendo app. <laughs> and it's like, mm-hmm. what? Are we, why? Like, why are yeah. you doing this to us? Come on. And it's, I don't know, it, it's kind of a mess, but they've always kind of been stuck in the past. So ultimately, I feel yeah. like they will, uh, you know, they'll conform and we'll be able to, like, cancel stuff. Yeah. In the end. I mean, um, my the thing that, that kind of gets me on this is, um, so, like, in Germany, typically they want you to censor blood in, um, like... I guess if it's not M-rated. Or, like, you can't do anything that glorifies Nazism. Right. That's, like, a really famous, like, German-specific law. Yeah. So, like, you can't sell your game, like, Nazis win World War II, fuck those allies or whatever, in Germany, and then get all surprised when you get sued. Yeah. Or it gets shut down or whatever. It, like, yeah, you just, you just like, can't sell that here. I no. mean, you know, Blizzard just didn't sell Diablo three in China because of China's restrictions. That's mm. fine. Just don't. Like, either do what the law is or don't. Yeah. <laughs> Those are the only two options. There's, you really can't, like, do something illegal and be like, ah, actually, we can do this. Basically, Nintendo's defense, that's what I was saying, the Article 16 uh, of the, like, directive, um, they're claiming that they don't have to allow cancellation if, quote, the performance has begun with the consumer's prior express consent with the acknowledgement that they will lose right of withdrawal once the contact has been fully performed by the trader. So, basically, they're saying... Um, the minute you purchase a game, it gives you the little icon and it yeah. starts to do a preload. Yep. And they say, even if you can't actually play the preloaded game, once you, you preload, you own it. You still own it. Yeah. Which is not true because if suddenly that game got pulled from the store, Nintendo would take that shit away from you. Right. That's and it, not to mention that I mean, in an even bigger, um, you know, consumer right argument is that you don't own anything that you play digitally. Yeah. That, I mean, so technically, your contract is never fulfilled. Yeah. You know what I mean? You technically never received anything, even though yeah. you get You, you technically license time, the right to play a game. Yeah. Yeah. For a period of time, not even, like, it's not yours. Right. As soon as the, as soon as the, you know, it could be short term, like, hey, we, the developer went out of business, nobody bought the property, and we're going to shut down the servers. Or it could be long term, like, we no longer have a power source that can turn on the Nintendo Switch. Yeah. There's, Nintendo was no longer exists. There's no one maintaining the servers. And that's you why know? I kind of, like... I'm not against buying digitally, but, like, I prefer... I really buy like physically. to buy physical stuff for that exact yeah. reason. Because... Um, so I was just having this debate with somebody at work where I buy all of my movies, TV shows, and shit that I want to own. Right. I, I will not spend money to buy digital. That's ridiculous to me. Like, for TV I'll spend, and movies? For TV, movies. I'll, right. If I don't want to own it, if I just want to rent something, I'll digitally rent it. Right. If I want to... Like, I have Netflix. I have HBO. Mm-hmm. I have Hulu. And I have Amazon. And I understand that they will take things away from me. Like, I don't have them for one specific thing because I would just go buy that thing. Right. So, like, I, I have to have the physical media of the stuff because at any time... And this has already happened with Apple has already taken down 
Music that used to be available is gone. Mm-hmm. Movies that used to be available are gone. TV shows that used to be available are gone. Games that used to be available are gone. Right. And you don't own it. It's not yours. When you buy something digitally, you're only licensing it. So they can take it and get rid of it whenever they want. And yeah. I mean, there are certain benefits. Like I like to see my stuff because if I'm not looking at it, then I won't ever interact with it. Because like, sure. yeah, I yeah. just don't know that I own uh, Bubble Boy on DVD. You know what I mean? Mm. Like I have to see it on the shelf. Yeah. So, uh, but there, Be- you know, there are personal really things to it. Beetlejuice yeah. really shined in Bubble Boy. You know. Damn. R.I.P. Yeah. Wait, for real? Did he? Yeah, I believe so. I can't remember. I'm gonna look it up. He's probably still alive. Don't I like say it. his name. I won't say it again. Two more times. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. Almost there. His name is Beetlejuice. Lester Green is his actual name. Is old he dead? Lester. Nope, he's still alive. Still alive. 50. Damn, he's old as shit. Yeah. Who was I thinking of? Oh. Uh... Hmm. He looks Lots like more guys. He looks like he his looks name like would he's be dead. Lester. He looks like his name would be Lester. Yeah. Yeah. I want to so, see. Uh, uh, I want to see a remake of Beetlejuice with Beetlejuice. Damn, that's a show. I'd watch that. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, you know, there are like there's several personal reasons that I want to own everything physically, and I understand that it's like just uh, that's like my thing. I like collect it or whatever. Right. right. But um, there are some legit reasons. You know, that's not necessarily my reasons why I do it, but there are real reasons. And this it's this kind of thing. Like, Yeah, yeah. It's the same. Like, the Switch, I'm always, like, wanting to buy. Like, I don't know. I, I go back and forth on the Switch. I'm just like, do I want this game digitally? Do I actually like, want this game or... Do I want to be able to, like, <laughs> pop the cartridge in? Yeah. Or is is it fine? Like, do I... Am I okay with maybe losing this game in the future? Right. But being able to have it just on my like home screen or whatever yeah 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 i don't have to swap things out yep that's what i constantly think um playstation i get almost everything physically at least i try to yeah i try to get any uh, any kind of something that i'm gonna spend like 60 bucks on i have to get it physical because it's like i just can't justify doing that for a fucking key code you know yeah it's it's so crazy i don't know why there isn't a discount on digital yeah, you, you, they have to do nothing. I mean, there is it like even the take sales up, like, warehouse the, space. You know, yeah, the sales that occur on digital are a lot more frequent, and the digital prices get a lot lower than physicals a lot faster usually. Uh-huh. But that's still not like like you're saying. Like they don't have to store it, they don't have to print it, they don't have to ship it, they don't have to get it to your house. There's no way that your key code could have a scratch on it that makes it not work. Right. Or virtually no way. I guess it's technically possible. <laughs> If you yeah. bought a physical card that had it and you scratched it off like a couple of idiots at GameStop did when we weren't there. It's, it's, it's beneficial on everybody's, on, you know, to everybody. And, yeah. if, and if they took... And you get a 0% discount. If they took even $5 off of the price. That's what I'm saying. 10%. They, yeah, it would, be, it would be incredible. Like, you would see yeah. people doing what you want them to do because you're telling them, hey, do this. Right, you're giving because them some kind of advantage, money. though. Right. Yeah, and you'd still get your sales of your your collector's editions and shit to people, because there's always going to sure. be nerds that are willing to spend extra money. You know, I'm one of them, yeah. yeah. 
And uh, speaking of lawsuits and nerds spending extra money, everything wraps <laughs> around back to itself in this episode. It does. So, so watch back. Watch this a second time. Yeah, but in, if you watch it in reverse, I actually spoil the ending of Red Dead Redemption. Yeah. It's a, it's a secret. Red Dead Redemption 3. <laughs> so I'm getting meta up in this bitch. So um, there's actually... Uh, this news article is talking about one or two in particular, but there's actually three people suing Epic I only over know the of... use... Go ahead. I was like, I only know of two, so I'm interested to hear the third. Okay, so there's there's um, there's um three people currently suing Epic over their basically unlicensed use of those people's dance moves. Their sick-ass dance moves. Yeah, their fire-ass fucking sex makers. Uh-huh. Huh? So, oh, that doesn't really work for one of them is a minor. So, I'm sorry about that. But, uh, yeah, this originally started with basically rapper uh, 2 Millie oh, filed an official I complaint when... Uh, yeah, I don't know who it is, but I, I mean, the dance is pretty obvious. And in the game... Um, well, I'm not sure what they call it in the game, but uh, they said... Well, you can trademark dance moves, but typically these dance moves haven't been trademarked as far as we know. But, uh, yeah, they say so in, in 2 Millie. Uh, the dance is called the Millie Rock Dance, and it has not been copyrighted. But it has his fucking name in it. So I think yeah. you're going to be all right on that one. And See, he says I- he is in the process of getting it copyrighted. It's just really difficult because copyright law was not really designed for physical performances of things. Right. I mean, it, if, he was, like, if he was already in the act of copywriting it and it was under pro, like being processed by mm-hmm. the time that that had come out, I think that's apparently. Um, but he I was. think it's I think it's fair use if he hadn't copyrighted it. He tried to start the copywriting process <clears throat> until um, the whole thing with Epic. Well, there's a couple specific points that are basically being brought up by the biggest person who's filing and joining this. Uh, unfortunately, it's not like class action or anything. It's several different lawsuits, which kind of negates their power. Right. But, um, okay, so basically the second person was, quote-unquote, Backpack Kid, who uh, possibly created the floss dance move. Um, yeah. Everybody knows flossing because you're annoying like young cousins doing it all day. Now, is that a family name? Backpack Kid? Or? Backpack Kid. Yeah, it's his legal name. He sounds like he's like a modern-day cowboy. Uh-huh. Uh, here comes the Backpack Kid. Put that shit in my backpack. Ironically, I use a messenger bag and not a backpack, partner. <laughs> so, uh, you know, this is a miner who possibly created the floss dance movement like on a tv show or on a youtube video or something i'm not 100 percent sure about that but they have um a, a firm representing the 16 year old are suing 2k games for the same dance uh and suing epic so they're basically saying hey this is the creator right here first time ever seen was in this video we can prove it so let's take that shit to court um and the biggest na- well i guess it depends on how big of a fan of rap you are but probably the biggest name is alfonso ribero uh, of course, known as Carlton from the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, <laughs> uh, is suing Epic over the Carlton, but in the game it's called Fresh, which even in itself is a reference to the Fresh Prince. Right, right. And that, they that pretty one's... clearly, I mean, you can see, like, side-by-sides of all three of these. They pretty clearly stole all three, but this one is like, it almost looks like they mo-capped his ass. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. they're just really good at their animation. <laughs> they have right. really good animators. Right. So, I mean, it's like... Um, so, basically, uh, we haven't 100%... It's not 100% for sure yet, but they believe that, according to how copyright law works, that uh, technically uh, NBC or possibly the production company of The Fresh Prince would own the copyright automatically. Well, I do want to point something out. Uh-huh. Um, is it a picture of Carlton's dick out? This is... Well, I have that on my other... Uh, uh-huh. That's on, on your other uh, computer. That's on your other Tumblr account? Yeah. Uh, not anymore, it ain't, bitch. But I, I, I want to point out that this is not even clearly the first time that they've used this dance in a video game. Well, here's herein is where the interesting. Uh, this is where the legal case kind of shows up, and it actually could be a fair argument. Yeah, it also appears. Well, in, I mean, it's in Destiny. It's this, in a lot of shit. I mean, I, I'm pretty sure they had it in. They had the Carlton in Destiny, but then mm-hmm. they also had the one where Will. Smith, it was in Saints Row, also. Yeah, yeah. It, it, I mean, it's done its rounds, but why? Is it just because they're making so much money? No, but it's because they're specifically charging for specifically that dance move. They did the same thing in Destiny. Well, in Destiny, is it? Did you have to go unlock that with with uh, money that you bought from? I mean, them. did you get that specifically, or was it as part of something that would kind of randomly roll? No, it was that specifically. You could buy. Okay, that I dance think they would have the lawsuit available there too. Yeah, because basically I, what they're saying is like, and so they reference specifically Saints Row. And they say, okay, this dance is in Saints Row, but you get it for free and you do it for free. Right. Whereas, this is asking for real money. This was an extra piece, I remember, from Destiny. Because, I mean, there were so many people doing the... Uh, there were, I think, two Fresh Prince dances in Destiny. Mm-hmm. There mm-hmm. was the the one that we just watched and then the Car- the Carlton. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. I remember. I, I mean, if they would have gave it to me, and I would have had the option to get it just in the game Destiny, mm. as much as I played Destiny when it came out, I would have had that, and I would have been using it all the time. But it yeah. was a thing you had to spend money on, and it was like five bucks, and I was like, mm. I, don't, I don't think so. Definitely that's not worth five bucks. That's weird. And it probably is because of the amount of money. Because, like, would you even send like a cease and desist? You know what I mean? Right. I do wonder if, like... So, who who was the first one? Who was the first person to bring this up? Was it 2 Millie? Yeah. Okay. So I mean, was... 2 Millie, like, that's probably more fair. And, like, Backpack Kid is very fair because, like, that is literally, like, how they make money. Like, this guy's a rapper and he realized that rappers that invent a dance make more money than rappers that don't invent a dance. So, right. like... That's literally his like time and creative effort put into something. That's right. how he. That's his job. That's what he does. Backpack Kid invented possibly one now one of the world's most popular dance moves for kids twelve and under, mm-hmm. and he has like managers and he has a fucking company that handles his lawsuits for him. Like this is how he makes money. This is potentially his break in life. Like this is his chance possibly. You know, right, I, right, I right. doubt that he's gonna go invent a new like killer app. So, like, this is his shot, and somebody just took it for free, and they're selling it for money, probably without... Per- I would assume they didn't call and ask him if they could use it, right? Probably not, no. So, like... 
If they did, uh, I don't think we'd be in this scenario. Right. I mean, they would get somebody to sign something. Right. So, right. like, I think this is a couple different things coming together where, like, Fortnite is just so big that somebody like Alfonso Ribeiro can just notice that, oh, shit, they, like, they're using my fucking thing. Well, Af- uh, like, Alfonso Ribeiro is, he's an interesting case. Like, I see him as definitely an actor, but when he was younger, it was, like, late 80s. He was putting out things like, hi, I'm Alfonso Ribeiro. You can buy my breakdancing kit for exactly. blah, blah, blah. And, you know, it teaches you how to do this. And it comes with a chart and, like, a cardboard box that it comes in that you can, like, lay out and you can learn how to breakdance. Which was mm-hmm. obviously huge in, the, like, the late that's 80s. That's the, uh, the original Nintendo Labo, it was called. Yeah, and, it like, I, I watched that video... It was probably a couple weeks ago. Ashley's like, oh my god, did you even know about this? And I was like, I had no idea about that video. But it was Alfonso Rivera as a kid on a commercial, like, trying to sell his dance moves before mm-hmm. Fresh Prince. Like, he was a child. He was a child star that became, that was a good dancer first he was using dancing to you know get his name out there and then he became an actor so i mean i see where he's coming from too like if he created this dance and this wasn't a thing on the show that you know someone else helped him Uh, yeah that's that's why i that's why i really stand behind the other two a lot more right right like i think alfonso is just someone who has the money and ability to really drag the shit out like, yeah, he's he can really hurt him in the courtroom, but just making all these legal fees stack up. It's I mean, it's it is a good thing because it's bringing awareness to something that like people aren't going through the channels. And like like me growing up with um, with skateboarding, it was the exact same way when mm-hmm. you would um, make your skate part or whatever, when you'd make like a, a skate video. Mm-hmm. A lot of these companies, they you know, they were just ran by skaters. You know, it wasn't people who were like business experts or whatever. They would just grab whatever song that they wanted. They would play it over the video. They would sell the video, and then it would come back and be like, <laughs> um, "You can't do that. Uh, yeah. That belongs to us." And I'm going to drive to your house and tell you. Right. Um, that's cool. You know, it, it's, it's. I, I think the that's same how thing. these kind of things should be settled instead of in the courtroom. Just yeah. whoever kills the other one with a hatchet in someone's front yard. Or either way. Did that happen? <laughs> no. Okay, that was getting really specific. <laughs> it did happen to Mick Thompson from Slipknot with his brother. He got in a hatchet fight with his brother. Jesus. And... <laughs> I, I forgot even, about that. I don't even know how either of them lived. How do you live through a hatchet Thank fight? God he had his fucking lucky hatchet in his back pocket or that day would have turned out really different. <laughs> he had his lucky hatchet and he had his metal mask on. That's the only thing huh? that saved his life. It pinged right off it. That's uh, why they had the metal mask. People don't know that. You played Red Dead too. You can get the metal mask. <laughs> I, I think I do have the mask. Very the mask. Slipknot. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I don't know. It's it's interesting because this is, and we were just talking about this with other types of um, copyright law and shit. Like, you have to keep in mind that there's a very specific copyright law in the U.S. that's meant to protect things for essentially 72 years, uh-huh. and then revert well, it back to die. the public domain. So mm-hmm. you look at companies like Disney that. Literally, their entire company is founded on taking things that are in the public domain. Little Mermaid is Hans Christian Andersen. Frozen is Hans Christian Andersen. Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, all those things. Like These are all from earlier 
stories told by other people, which even they, even that person at that time was probably retelling a story, right? Mm-hmm. That so they heard in a tavern. Yeah. Disney's entire library, and the, really the whole company, is built on these retellings. The modern company is, at least. Right. And they themselves did not allow Mickey to go into the public domain when it was supposed to. Wouldn't that have like, been some shit? If Mickey, Mickey Mouse went should into, be public domain. If he would have went into public domain and... Oh, I, like, that fucking Mickey Mouse porn I would have had on my Tumblr page is unreal. DreamWorks would have picked it up. That's funny. Well, it's, yeah, that's really Oh, my good. God, that would have been... Mickey Mouse appears in the next Shrek. I'm yeah. ready for that. But you know what I mean? Like, they themselves, which abuse copyright law to make money, which is not hurting anybody. I think it's fine. Sure. But uh, they won't allow shit to go into the public domain, which would allow the next Disney to come up. I, I, I Like, I see their point, you know, of, like, that's... Like, I see their point, but it's so hypocritical. Right, exactly. Like, and then, so, not only that, but then you can see that this corporation is able to copyright whatever they want, and they can have the copyright as long as they want. We just ignore what the law is. Yeah. But then when somebody actually invents something new, possibly, I mean, it's kind of like music. Like, can you ever say that any new chord progression is new? There's a limited number. Yeah. Is anything you do on a piano new? No. It just sounds different. Yeah. Or it seems different or whatever. And dance move, I'm sure, is the same. Some, like, fucking upright ape in, like, fucking Northwest Africa 100 billion years ago was doing some weird, like, Invented the Carl. Shit. Right. So, like, you know, <laughs> and really, we need to get back to that. <laughs> we need to find the original creator and give credit where credit's due, people. Let's put a pin in that. We'll come back to it. With Bob Jones playing in the background. <laughs> um... That's funny. Tom Jones but, is old as fuck. A lot of people like, don't know that. You know, we need to know too that like these people are also creating things. Like right. two Millie, while can't make a song that I'm knowledgeable of or know that exists, is capable of making some dance move that some company again says, Ooh, I could use that. That's public domain, right? And then that company won't let you do public domain shit off of their stuff. You know what I mean? I just keep so hearing like, two milli and vanilla. <laughs> Two milli, three vanilla. Two fast, four furious is what I'm hearing. <laughs> They've, uh, they're back. Yeah, milli is permanently ruined by vanilla. Yeah. The existence of the fabled vanilla. Because of vanilla. When I'm when I'm getting ice cream and they ask me what flavor I want, I say vanilla. Yep. Unironically. A but yeah, milli. it's interesting. Like, um, it'll Speaks be of vanilla. You know, when it was just two milli vanilla, that was <laughs> starting the lawsuit. Like, there's basically no hope of it winning. Yeah. Now that there's more and more talent that's like, um, you know, claiming that this stuff is stolen and, you know, Epic is directly making money off of, they have for sale a dance called Fresh, which is referencing Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, in which this dude invented this dance, possibly. Um, and somebody may hold a copyright for it. We're not really sure. That's kind of what the court case is for. Um, you know, it'll be interesting to see how it turns out. Yeah, I mean, what do you think, what, do you, what direction do you think Epic will go with this do you think that they'll if just if they win they won't give a shit yeah and is if it, they lose they'll probably not just take things directly out of culture yeah like i mean with like the fresh in general will they remove it from their store will they hand him money like I, oh i don't know i mean what if, direction. It's, if it's up to them 
nothing will change. They'll continue to have it for sale exactly as it is. They won't rename it. It'll be exactly the same. Right, right, right. But assuming that they lose, it's not in their favor. Assuming that they lose, they'd probably have to... It would be up to the court, but they would probably either negotiate right. some fair percentage to give. So, like, maybe 20% would go back to... On just uh, that dance. Would go to back whoever, to yeah, whichever lawsuit wins or whatever, 20% maybe would go to the creator or 15. Remember when we were talking about the uh, Witcher author? It was like 15 to 25% is normal. Yeah. So, like, let's say 15% would go to Alfonso Ribeiro's bank account for some reason. Yeah. Um, if they were smart, they would rename it and change the animation so it's different. Because yeah. let's, like, it is not that the Carlton is so overwhelmingly popular that now Fortnite is a popular game. It's the opposite. Right, like, right, right. The Carlton dance move, okay, not to say that it's unknown or something. You know what I mean? No, it's well known. Like, it's extremely well known in culture. And in fact, people that did not watch The Fresh Prince would probably recognize it. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, Fortnite's going to have that audience spending that same amount of money no matter what they put up on the store. I think they'll just yeah. go to generic shit. Um, which is what they should have done to begin with. Yeah. But... I don't know. It's I, I maybe know. maybe I, they'll uh in in their in their defense I do see the point of it being like like, oh, like why why doesn't it fall under like parody? Um, why can other why, why can places like South Park use this? Why can we see Well, you see that's Shrek interesting like use this, but we can't it's use interesting. it. Here. Does South Park directly sell a Star Trek joke or whatever. No, that's true. You know what I mean? Like, there, there's no direct sales. You could argue that it, it does. I mean, yeah, it, it sells the basically the box it comes in, mm-hmm. but it doesn't sell it. Specifically. That's not the that's not the thing that comes on your fucking receipt, right? Right, right. It's not like in this case it would be the fresh. Well, I don't even, I don't think it's labeled like that. I think it's just V bucks. Fresh. No, I don't think they sell fresh specifically. They sell you V-Bucks so you can buy fresh with in-game currency. Well, yeah, but but V-Bucks can directly translate to a dollar. So It's it's very interesting on the way that that's done because you, don't have, to buy, you don't have to buy V-Bucks to get this. You can grind V-Bucks in yeah. any sort of fashion, and you can get it for free. So technically, yep. it comes with the game too. I guess that's a different defense that they can use as well. Yeah, it's interesting. I, I think, well, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It'll be uh, it'll be interesting to see, and then that could be the difference between that and Destiny as well. Like maybe Destiny's currency is just obfuscated enough that it was okay in that case, and it's not okay in this case, or something. Who knows? Well, Destiny, you couldn't grind to get that currency. Oh, really? So that's the difference. Yeah. Oh shit! I definitely have a lawsuit in the works for that shit. In yeah. fact, I a couple of like I said, um, the uh, flossing kid. Backpack Kid also has a lawsuit going against 2K. He's hitting everybody that's doing it, and it doesn't matter if they're making money or not. He's going to start they didn't ask, Walmart like, videos is, and stuff right. like that. <laughs> he is, he's documented as... That's funny. He's documented as being the first person to perform this. And he named it. He came up with it, as far as we know. And um, he's just going after anybody that uses it at all. So he he might actually have more success than anybody else because of that. I yeah. think Alfonso Ribeiro will because he has the most money to spend, and that's how you win a lawsuit. But you know, true. We'll have to see Very how true. It goes. Yeah. And did All you right. want to hit this rumor, or did you want to just close? Yeah. Why, why don't we skin it? It's fine. Okay. So okay. real briefly, um, we know that Xbox is working on their next 
gen consoles. Um, it is possible that they are going to be codenamed Anaconda. Don't wanna. And Lockhart. Hmm. Maybe Does a Final Fantasy VII remake on that bad boy? Yeah. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> but yeah, there's like a ton of... I mean, we're on Windows Central here, which is an extremely Microsoft-focused yeah. uh, blog. They have several sources that are saying that. There's going to be... Um, they're, Microsoft's possibly going to announce as early as uh, 2019... Uh, announce a discless Xbox One console, which is the Xbox One I, that does not read discs at all. I definitely see that coming. I see that coming. Yeah. I um, mean, yeah. Um, it's it's not it's not a bad like I don't think that's a bad move for them to do. I don't think that's a bad move for either console to do. Mm-hmm. To be honest, it's not for me, and I don't want that to be the way that it goes. I like having that, but um, if you remove that disk drive that frees up space for other things or lighter consoles or whatever you want to do with it you know right um yeah i don't know and then um looking at these code names aiming for possibly 2020 holiday Mm -hmm. um possibly releasing two consoles that are sort of an x style and an s style for you know future consoles coming out from uh xbox and I mean, it really does seem like they're trying to move into that more, um, I don't know, uh, sort of Netflixy subscriber type yeah, yeah. thing, which well, I don't I mean, Dave, love, but... They've managed to hit that, I think they've managed to hit with Gamer Pass, uh, or Game Pass, with mm-hmm. um, the subscription base better than almost anybody else. For uh, me. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I mean... I agree. There's been some really in, good stuff in there. Going into next year, it's only going to get better. Um, right. My only thing is, I I think that they would get more of an audience if they offered more games to PC as well. I mean, they're splitting it. But I was just looking at it, and we were talking about all these games that are out there that, um, you know, that that I, I'm personally interested in playing. I know you're playing on Xbox. Um, mm-hmm. But you can't have access to them on PC. Um, like, what was that one uh, um, turn base that we were just talking about that you'd been playing on Xbox? Mutant. Mutant. Mutant yeah. Year Zero. I was like, I was willing to drop 10 bucks to resubscribe, but then I looked through it. Nope, can't get that. I couldn't get two or three other things that I was interested in. Can't get Sunset Overdrive, which is something that would be uh, fun. You know, mm-hmm. I think it'd be fun for me. Uh, since I never got a chance to play it, um, yeah. but it's it. I think there's seriously like maybe ten games for mm-hmm. PC right now. So yeah, that's the only. And they're thing looking. They're they're definitely looking to expand that on PC. Yeah, I hope so. Um, I know they've been saying that 2019. They're hoping is their year for that. So we'll have to see how it goes. But if it uh, is, yeah, I mean, on, it'll it'll fall right into my normal rotation of mm-hmm. things that I pay for monthly. Yeah. I mean, uh, on on Xbox right now, it's definitely worth ten a month. I mean, I've played multiple like, you know, sixty dollar or forty dollar brand new games on launch day. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's definitely good. For sure. Yeah. You, usually, we try to avoid these types of little articles, just because. Yeah, we, like, we try I to stay away into, from rumors because they're I, so wrong. Yeah, I run into these almost on. Uh, I feel like a 
like a daily just looking through stuff. Yeah. They're like, oh, check out the PS5. And I'm just yep. like, ugh. Don't do that. Yeah, right. Remember the, um, the old boomerang ass controller? Yeah. <laughs> that was true, but yeah, turned out to be a rumor somehow. Yeah, it was it, it was a it was a prototype. I mean, it was mm-hmm. something that they looked at, but yep. smart move to uh, move away from that. Yep. Cool. Uh, that is about all we have this week. Uh, make sure you join us next week as we do like year-end wrap-up. We're going to hit all of the major things that we usually talk about, including games that are coming out for that next week. Uh, everything that we're playing, if we have any freebies, uh, alphas, betas, um, all that stuff. But we're also going to run down our top five, which we had been, been thinking about um, mm-hmm. I've been thinking about it for the past about a month. A um, couple weeks. So we're going to run down our top five games of 2018. Um, if you'd like, you can always head over to uh, Twitter, at Mammoth Games Inc. You can drop in your top five. Uh, we'll probably just grab a few if there is anyone over there that is dropping their top five games of the year. Um, we'll just drag yeah. them out and we'll call them out. Um, I've also got a few others from people that have... Uh, you know, within MGI that like hang out or contribute in some way. Um, I have some of their stuff too. So we'll be able to talk about their choices versus our choices and stuff like that. So um, yeah, make sure you follow us on Twitter. Like I said, at mammoth games, Inc to do so. And uh, on, like us on Facebook at mammoth games, Inc. So you can get all of the good free games that uh, people seem to be basically chucking at us for the holidays um but that is it for this one we will see you guys next week and until then i'm night swarm and i'm filter cord have a good one guys